Once again, this is Alvin Ekwang of Workings of Grace Ministries, uh, the Apostle of Graces with the Word of God. Uh, and I pray the Father opens the eyes of uh, our understanding to walk into the realities of this stuff that uh, we share today to the glory of the name of Jesus. And basically, right now, I want to start with a question. And uh, the question goes like this, says, Who among us can gather our church leaders for the purpose of unity, basically for the sole name of the Lord Jesus Christ? And in this, I'm talking about the, the situation in Uganda as a country. Our current top church leadership or church leaders in Uganda have to make effort, by the way, to know each other by physically meeting despite their spirituality or apparent subjective lack of it, especially during this uh, COVID-19 times. In our current differences, if they do not endeavor to meet Ali, which is now, by the way, what God has prepared for the country or for the church in Uganda and for the benefit of the world will be delayed. And yet the call is actually on us or on them to be one. There is need for unity. And uh, we ought to bury our egos, our indifferences, our ignorance, differences, wars, personalities, and so on. Let me bring a case in point. The early church also had similar issues. I mean, I'm talking about different doctrines. I'm talking about different personalities, different age brackets, different doctrine. But uh, history records that uh, they resolved these, I could call them petty issues, by the leaders physically meeting, and I'm stressing that. And basically today we are looking at knowing a fellow minister and giving the right hand of fellowship to them. You see? And when they meet physically, they have to have fellowship with one another. <laughs> Very hard call. However short that period could be, by the way. And my question and call is, which top leader whether it's an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, evangelist, a teacher, a businessman, is able and willing to take on the mantle of making our great but disjointed leaders meet during this kind of sabbatical. You know, that kind, that time when, I may call it sabbatical, but uh, it's that time when churches ain't open. The physical buildings are locked up and no congregating in them for everyone because scriptures tell us that uh, uh, whosoever believes so 
the physical churches were locked up for one reason or another, best known to the leaders, the political leaders of our country. Because our leaders do not know each other, by the way, as they ought to know, that is the reason some of them engage in unnecessary and really avoidable verbal and spiritual words. And by the way, the sheep end up following suit. Let me put it this way. Most of what our leaders, the leaders in the church, know about each other, they read them from news, they read them from bloggers, they read them from uh, tabloids, <laughs> and they actually don't know one another the way they ought to know. And that's why I'm asking for a physical meeting between them. I'll read for you scriptures later on and you'll see how important it is. I know some folk who think and know that Apostle Paul is deeper than Apostle Peter. You hear them say all these things. On the premise of this thing, thinking, or let me put it this way, just based on that thinking, because I don't subscribe to it, by the way, and the scriptures I've quoted below, the person who is deep, I'm putting it in quotes, Paul reached out to the one who is less deep, in this case, Peter. He went there. Yeah, you know, the one who is deep, the one who thinks is deep in terms of spirituality. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about in terms of a political leader and in terms of uh, uh, a spiritual leader. It's the other way around. For a political leader and a spiritual leader, the political leader has to go to the spiritual leader. That's the order. But when it comes to these other things, if you think you know, you, you ought to reach out to the one who doesn't know. Somehow, that is how it is. In the initial stages, by the way, of the, of the ministry of Paul, he never thought it wise to seek out for Peter, let alone the other apostles who had physically been with Jesus or our Lord and Savior. But after three years on his own accord, by the way, he decides to go to Jerusalem and meet out Peter and the other apostles. But he actually only met Peter, who was uh, the leader of the church, or the apostles at that time in Jerusalem. Just to know him, that was the important thing. Let me read for you the scripture in uh, Galatians chapter 1, which accords basically to this. Galatians chapter 1 from verses 18 to 24, it says, then three years later, I went, Paul is speaking, I went to Jerusalem to get to know Peter. And I stayed with him for 15 days. The only other apostle I met at that time was James, the Lord's brother. I declare before God that what I'm writing to you is not a lie. After that visit, I went north into the provinces of Syria and Sicilia. And still the churches in Christ in that are in Judea didn't know me personally. All they knew was what people were saying. <laughs> the one who used to persecute us is now preaching the very faith he tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me, end of quote. That is very important. You see, he went to see Peter physically. The only apostle he met was the Lord's brother, James, or Jacob. And then 
the other people of the church didn't see him, but they only had him. They didn't know him personally. They had never met him personally. But the good thing was, they were praising God that he was preaching the very faith that he once wanted to destroy. They knew some good about him, and they praised God for it. I wonder if that's the same case in our country. I have some doubts about that. But, but let's get on. So, so we see here, uh, Paul decides to go and meet Peter. So Peter and Paul never used to preach, by the way, the same or similar things. They had some doctrinal differences. And the meeting they met just for 15 days brought a bond that nothing could break asunder, by the way. When Paul thought out Peter, they could now afford to quote the name of the other without finding fault. Before that, it was really very hard. When a dispute, by the way, rose against Paul, that was brought to the council in Jerusalem in the book of Acts chapter 15, it was actually Peter who stood out in defense of Paul because they now understood each other because of the physical visit and spiritual fellowship they had, which Paul quotes, uh, alludes to in, uh, in, 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 in Galatians chapter 1. Actually, Peter knew Paul as well as the doctrine of Paul, and he never twisted it as others wrongly did. You know, some people, uh, Apostle Peter quotes them in the book of Second Peter chapter 3, from verses 15 to 16, where it says uh, people don't understand Paul and they misquote him just like they misquote other scriptures. So we can say that really after a long time, in a later period, the Holy Spirit instructed by the way, Apostle Paul to go back to Jerusalem and meet Peter and the other leaders. His doctrine and miracles were tested of them. Those Apostle Paul possibly knew were below in rank, knowledge and spirituality. In other words, they are the ones who were there testing his miracles and testing his doctrine. Just imagine people who you think are lower than you, but you need to go to them and they know you, and they, and they know your doctrine, and they know why you do your miracles, why you do what you do, you know. But he went to them, you know. That is a mission, very powerful. Then they gave Apostle Peter their right hand of fellowship. After this, those same people who had previously possibly fought him in ignorance were now in abject error if they continued, by the way, their fights knowing well that they participated in hearing and clearing Paul's doctrine, personality, and uh, miracles. <laughs> so that's why a physical meeting is for knowing a minister physically and giving them the right hand of fellowship. It is a needed call in our time if we are to break through in, his, in these times because there are some things we need to do as a body and that calls for this kind of uh, uh, meeting. Very important. Let me read again uh, from Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians, chapter one, chapter 2, rather, from verses 1 to 3. And says, Then 14 years later, I went back to Jerusalem again, this time with Barnabas and Titus came along too. I went there because God revealed to me that I should go. While I was there, I met physically with those considered to be leaders of the church 
and shared with them the message I had been preaching to the Gentiles. I wanted to make sure that they were in agreement for fear that all my efforts had been wasted and I was running the race for nothing. And they supported me and did not demand my companion Titus to be circumcised, though he was a Gentile. You can relate that maybe to what happened in the book of uh, uh, Acts chapter 15, as well as uh, Acts chapter 22, I believe. There's a certain meeting they had. You see, these physical meetings will resolve, not all, by the way, but it will give positive mileage with the Lord Jesus Christ's purpose in our country and the world over. Any difference may crop up, that may crop up in the future amongst us, but correction and rebuke will be given and accepted in love by either Peter in quotes or a Paul in quotes without finding fault with each other. We see that Peter also came to Antioch later on, by the way. There has to be a, a double visit, not only one-sided. So the great can visit the non-great, all of them in quotes, and the non-great in quotes can visit the great in quotes, just like Apostle Peter visited, uh, visited, uh, visited Apostle Paul, and uh, because Apostle Paul had visited him before. Powerful stuff. <laughs> uh, by the way, this, this is powerful. Actually, Paul records in Galatians chapter 2 how he rebuked Peter, and Peter accepted it, the rebuke, because he knew that Paul did not have bad motives against him, but was only acting for the sake of the word of God and for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He knew his conscience could tell him that. He could feel the vibrations Peter rather apostle paul was releasing as he was saying these words paul and peter knew each other and when one was in error the other could mature maturely or mutually by the way correct the other very powerful and so it is very important that a physical meeting always takes place that's why some people avoid physical meetings because they know when a physical meeting takes place by the way whenever you have an issue if you don't sit down physically and deal because some of us actually don't, don't know how to deal with things spiritually you cannot deal with a brother and another brother spiritually and resolve the issue so most times the physical thing is very important and that's the place we need to go to but even if you can do it spiritually it is important that the physical meeting takes place you know each other share a cup of tea share a cup of coffee drink and then you know after that uh share what the, whatever you want to share and then and then go it will be very hard even for the most the hardest man if they meet someone physically for those uh, other hidden bondages not to be broken it will be very very hard and so that's why the call upon us is for the physical meeting to take place thank you so much this has been uh, alvin ekwang of workings of grace ministries uh the apostle of graces God bless you so much, in Jesus' name.